Oh my god, we're doing it much later than we planned on. Ooh. It's fine. It's totally fine. Everything in all of our lives is just 100% amazing and wonderful. Yay. Uh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> anyway. Welcome to the Fallout TV, where we are your number one source for the fallout of Drag Race UK, Series 3, Episode 3. I'm Logan Murphy. I'm Jordan Legacy. I'm Jay. Is it just me, or can I not hear Jordan? I hear Jordan. Jordan was very soft in my ear. I don't know if that's just me. It's probably just me. Not this. Oh, nope, you're good now. I'm pretty sure it was me. So. I, I looked at my mic and I'm like, it is really loud. Well, it was just me. Anyway, Drag Race with Jay. Yay. I'm so glad okay. to be back. I'm very glad to be back because I know you have thoughts and feelings. And opinions galore. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, this season is just, well, it's a it's season. Ridiculous. Ooh, ridiculous. I like I'm not it. Even, I'm not even giving her that promo. It's ridiculous. I'm giving, <laughs> no I'm giving her props for that. I like that. It was good. No, it's, it's great. I just don't want to give RuPaul any. Wait, speaking of RuPaul. Did y'all see the RuPaul song that dropped, like, this morning? I did not. So it's called Blame It on the Edit. It's that... really bad. It's really bad. Well, um, they can't all be winners. Blame it on the edit. Maybe there maybe have, it's the edit's really bad too. Maybe. Oh, we have a waffle. Also, yes, I don't have no, I don't have a cat alert currently. Hold on. I'll make one. <laughs> we have a waffle situation over here, guys. I Waffles love that. joining us. If you're not watching the visual, you're not getting the cats. Yes. Or the reptile who is Yes, Draco's here too. We have cat and lizard. My... I'm just here with my honey ginger tea. And tea alert. <laughs> tea alert. Yes. Yes. He's gripping the pillow. That's so funny. Oh my Waffles goodness. is so excited to uh, to discuss this with you all. Yeah. We have an animal alert, I repeat. Animal alert. Animal <laughs> alert. <laughs> oh, can you tell We're that just we just really don't today. want to talk about this challenge? <laughs> oh, we love thoughts the zoo. Right, bud? You have thoughts too? Yes. Waffle says, um, fuck Crystal Versace. And I agree. Right, bud? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, should we just should we just do it? Let's I, just we don't want it. 
Okay, well, we're gonna do that. But before we do, if you're watching with us live or after the fact on YouTube, Twitch, or Twitter, like Draco is, make sure to subscribe, uh, follow, like, comment, and share. And if you're listening to us afterwards, wherever fine podcasts can be listened to, make sure you're also giving us a like and a follow, comment, and share, because we're the only podcast in the world talking about Drag Race UK. Uh, and Draco agrees. Um, and make sure to follow us on Twitter or Instagram. Um, Twitter for us, for all of the most up-to-date Fallout TV news. Uh, Instagram for Jay, because she's just great. So do that. Um, she's always serving good looks over on the Instagram. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Me or Draco? You. Oh, Both? I'm not Draco, but I try. I don't think anyone could be Draco. Draco, what are your thoughts on Drag Race UK? You remain. Oh. Cat butt alert. <laughs> not this. Animal, Animal alert. <laughs> Animal alert. I love but, that you have this. Yes, I'm very excited for it. But Jay, since you haven't been here. Yes. What are your thoughts on Drag Race UK so far this season? Oh, man. Um, I feel uh, that maybe some of our lovely queens are, um, I feel like some of the, the judges are not validating or feel that their drag is validated. Um, and that it's very much, I don't know, like maybe one particular individual might do better on Dragula. Maybe the um, judges don't really validate two particular queens and their style of drag in general. And I don't know, it just feels like they're setting up for a particular queen to win. But I feel like we've seen this queen win a dozen times already and I'm over it. I would personally say more than two queens are not being validated by the judges. It's two um, in particular for me, but it's three in particular, and they all have something very convenient in common. We'll talk about it. Um, I what I also want to talk about before we dive into the episode, Jordan. I don't know if you've seen this. I know Jay and I have talked about it. I can't remember if I talked about it with you, but um, the tea, I guess, that has come out via Willem allegedly. Regarding, oh, yeah, I know about it. The, yeah, regarding the production schedule for this season. Um, and before I do any other explanations, I'm throwing this on the screen. This is all speculation. None of this is... Us. Do not come for us. This is not confirmed. But I want to talk about it because it is an interesting sort of dynamic. So Willem revealed months before the Drag Race UK premiere on Race Chaser. I'm getting uh, You're good. Revealed this tea about the production schedule for UK series three. Of course, as some of us know, and again, speculation, a little bit of spoiler. So if you don't want to know, click off for like 30 seconds. But um we do know that also 
UK versus the world is coming very soon and was allegedly filmed at some point around UK season three. We also know Queens of the universe. Well, we know Queens of the universe is coming and that was allegedly filmed somewhere around UK series three. Um, so Willem was saying that apparently um, these, they basically filmed every single day they possibly could and didn't give the girls a rest day. Yes, yeah, so like I heard it was a week. Mm -hmm. Every day. Oh my God. Yeah. They were painting out the episodes. Well, it would have been two days for most of them because like with the Dragaton challenge, you learn it the first day. And then they did full on say like elimination day. So I think it was a two day. With this challenge, we'll talk about it, was also a two-day, but normally for a production cycle for Drag Race with a 12-queen cast, it normally takes around three weeks because challenges take anywhere from two to three days, um, sometimes longer if it's a bigger challenge, and then they get a rest day or two in between. But what Willem is saying is that they just didn't do that. They forced this production through very, very quickly. Um, which apparently might also lead to why there wasn't, there isn't a whole lot of diversity on this season, which we've noted and talked about at length. Um, it's interesting to think about. Um, and I want to touch on it again once we get through a little bit of the episode for one particular reason. But, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that's kind of what we've heard. I will say, so from what I'm hearing, Drag Race Canada was not rushed. Hmm. I, I haven't heard any other franchises really be rushed. And hmm. I also had heard that they were filming this while UK 2 was airing. Yeah. Yeah, so that whole production cycle was, like, um, February, March-ish. Um, and allegedly they filmed Queen, or they filmed Queens of the Universe somewhere around there, which might use the same set. Um, it's a BBC show, so I assume probably the same set. And Snow then... Thrives. I don't know with Queens of the Universe. Unsure about that yet. Um, and then UK versus the world was also filmed at some point around there. That's also going to be a BBC special, which is going to be interesting. Is there going to be a prize for UK versus the world? Oh yeah. That's a good question. If it's BBC, I don't think they can. I don't think so. Which sucks. Does that mean some queens, they probably have like, they're probably paying some queens to do it. There's gotta be some motivation. Well, for the international queens, this is their only opportunity to go on an all-stars style show. Right. So, if, if I'm an international drag race girl, that for me would be like motivation kind of in itself a little bit. 
For the U.S. girls that are allegedly on, unsure. Alleged. Allegedly. But I did want to bring that up at the start because I know we haven't really discussed it. It's been floating around. We don't know if it's true. I thought about bringing it up last week. I did too, and then I forgot to do it. And then I was like, oh, I also wanted to go back and listen to the episode. I need to as well. Because I, just, I wanted to hear it for my own self. Yeah. Waffles! Oh, Sorry. no. Waffle, you're an idiot. There goes a cat. No, oh, no. <laughs> no, wrong banner. I meant to hit this one. It's fine. Animal alert. Waffles being an idiot. <laughs> Pretty much. It's what okay, he does. Okay, so... So we start All I the heard episode. Was a cat go boom. Yeah. I heard meow, meow, boom. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing right now. He's he's. Oh no. Freaking out. Oh goodness. Um. He, but we. Do, yes. So we start the episode. It's the fallout of the elimination of the five foot two and a bit icon Electra Fence. I'm so happy we don't have to hear five foot two and a bit anymore. Yeah. But five two and a bit. I was kind of surprised she was using American um measuring standards. I was That's like pretty Are... normal. All my UK friends do that. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I still well, don't know the co- They'll use miles occasionally people, too. But I don't mm. understand the stone. So uh, one stone is 14 pounds. We looked it up. Yeah. We did get that. Yeah. I made sure to look it up because I was confused. <laughs> yeah, the stones confuse me. Every it's just a measure. It's brought up. It's just a measurement of weight. Can you imagine you're being weight measured by rock? Um, I don't want to imagine that because that would just probably make me a little sad, but that bitch is a bulmer. You think? (laughs) You think? Yes. That's how I feel about this. I may not reveal this on the podcast, but I'm actually about to look up how how much I weigh in stones. Oh, don't do that. It'll just make you sad. Oh, no, we're not revealing that on the podcast. Oh, Lord. Okay. Anyway, uh, Victoria is saying that, uh, you know, the knee injury is not what she had planned. No. And, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll touch on that a little bit more. Uh, Charity is in her feelings a little bit as well. She says that she definitely thought she, she was going to be lip syncing. And then Scarlett says that she should have been. <clears throat> Yeah. The shade of it all. I mean, she's not wrong. Not wrong. If you look at just the performance. I want to say the queens feel more aware than the judging panel. Yes. A monkey would be more aware than the judging panel, Jordan. You're not wrong. 
Who was the guest judge this week? Oh, we will talk in depth and at length about Nicola Coughlin, icon, legend, and star, and who I am pushing to be a permanent judge on Drag Race like, UK. She is she an icon. Insight. Wow. She's an icon. I adored her. She was fantastic in this. She we will talk in. We will talk in length about Miss Nicola Coughlin. But first, um, we have to talk about. A very sad, very sad situation. Um, we come into the workroom the next day, and there's no Victoria. And we all kind of knew what was about to happen. Yep. And then Rue walks into the workroom and is like, Hey Queens, I have some I have some sad news. And I'm like, girl, you couldn't sound more dejected. But we lost Victoria's gone. Victoria's yeah. gone. Victoria is gone. I am not okay. I am sad. I'm still upset. Um, know, obviously. I wouldn't be surprised if she pops up for four. Well, Rue did say, I don't think this is the last we've seen of her. So... And I mean, based on what she saw from Miss Veronica Green, maybe Miss Victoria should wait till season five. We'll talk about that as well. That, yeah. But Victoria, what is, we love you. Yeah, I. Miss Green is not the same Green. We're not no. talking about Victoria Green. We're talking about Victoria Scon. I'm sorry. Veronica I'm Green. I'm still sad. I'm I'm still sad. Victoria. It's Veronica Green, honey. I. You know, I'm sick. Don't judge me. <laughs> this cast. I it, don't think that they could have picked a better cast to have her. They were all yeah. very very supportive. Yes. Yeah. And like. I wouldn't be surprised if a different cast was reacted differently. So I hopefully if she I hope she waits. Yeah. But if she comes back for four, I really hope she doesn't make the same mistakes that Veronica is, and I hope it's just as supportive of a cast. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna say, based on what we now know about Veronica, I'm not calling any of it mistakes. I don't know if you've seen Jordan. We'll talk about it. Um, I wouldn't call any of it really mistakes anymore. I did on prior episodes, but I wouldn't necessarily call it that now. I will say as well, um, I watched a video that Victoria shared from, I think it was Charity's Instagram story because Charity and Victoria were at um, G.A.Y. Porn Idol last night in London. And Charity got like a good amount of applause, but when Victoria came out, it was like standing ovation. Everyone was screaming for her. Like, 
just all of it. And if I don't know if she's confirmed yet to go to DragCon, but if she confirms and I end up going, I don't care how long I have to wait in line. I will be meeting Miss Victoria's gone. Because legendary, iconic, beautiful, lovely. If fabulous. the border ever opens and I'm not stuck in Canada, <laughs> I might yes. show up. Well, hello, three-hour flight. Hello, Fallout flight. Hello, Fallout TV Live in May. Ooh, Ooh. I am Ooh. still not sure. <laughs> I am still not. At that time, we'll be pretty much a full drag podcast. Five drag programs this year. Oh there God. are only three months left. <laughs> Five. Maybe six. We don't know when Italia is coming out. <laughs> I gotta be honest, though. I'm, you know, I was really excited for UK. <clears throat> Yeah. But now I'm I more excited for, for Canada. Canada. Same. The I'm promo. Very did you see the teaser that dropped? Of course I did. Yes. So good. I'm excited. All these who knows who oh, will man. appear on the podcast. Just putting it out there. <gasps> Ooh. Ooh, appearances, you say? Who I knows? Confirm nor deny because they're not booked. We yet. haven't planned anything yet. <laughs> See, <laughs> but this anyway, just off the press of a few hours ago. <laughs> that part, but anyway, I do want to say, Victoria, thank you for being exactly who you are. Thank you for being. The representation that we finally fucking needed on this show. Yeah, um, and I hope when she comes back to win season four of Drag Race UK, I hope that she is not the only non-cis gay male on the show. That is what I'm hopeful for. Given the UK, not sure. Because we've talked in the last two episodes that we've done about all of the casting and the, the bullshit around UK. But anyway, we love Victoria. But now we have to go immediately on to a dumb mini challenge. I still love this. I still laughed. I know. Uh, you know what? I laughed too. Thank you. I, uh, here's what I will say. I laughed as well. But why do we still have to perpetuate these binary stereotypes? Like... Just I. Ugh. Anyway, they have to participate in Finder. I. You know what? I would have loved to have seen Victoria do this. Imagine how dumb and stupid it would have been for Victoria to do this. Another reason why it shouldn't have happened, but I think she would have slayed it. Yeah. Oh, she would have killed this easily. Um, so the only comments I have personally regarding this mini challenge is one, uh, all caps in my notes, Veronica in a harness. Um, 
No. I laughed so Just damn no. hard. I know you did not appreciate, but I laughed no. so freaking hard. I, I thought like, hysterical. We made we made uh, things I didn't need to know about Miss Green. But we made uh, Logan's roommate rewind it just so that Logan could get a full eyeful. I laughed so hard. I fucking loved it. No. Loved it. No. No. You know what? Let the your friend fly. We are, you know what? Embrace all the things. If that if that's what makes you happy, you do it. Yes. Just from personal experience, I also have a lot of experiences with twinks and harnesses. And it's not something I want to continue to experience Twinks personally. And harnesses and leashes. But maybe some of us do, Logan. And that's fine. You live your best life. I'm just not... I don't need this anymore in my life. So, the one that made me laugh the most was Scarlet. Yeah. Really? Because I did not expect that from Scarlet. No. I fully did. I fully did. I think it's also, I will say, I think it's also because I have context for Scarlet because I've seen Scarlet prior to Drag Race. So mm -hmm. I understand her comedy a little bit more. She has been featured a few times on one of my favorite drag YouTube channels, Novimpia. If you don't follow Novimpia, go follow Novimpia because they're fabulous. I'm waiting for one or both of them to be on Drag Race. And I think a lot of people are. Um... But they do incredible parodies. I'm a patron of theirs. I'm just, I'm obsessed with them. So go go check them out. But I had seen Scarlett on their YouTube channel before. So I was familiar with her comedy, which I think is why I didn't necessarily find it as funny. But I understand where y'all both come from with that. Mm, okay. The one that, the one that got me was Kitty. Um, doing like the, yeah, yeah. Hi. Oh, nope. I cannot do that with my current throat situation. Nope. We're going to, nope. We're not going to do that again. I but laughed so hard with Kitty. So I hard. died. I am, I'm a sucker for Miss Congeniality as well. It's one of my favorite movies. Um, so getting the April 25th reference just warmed my soul. <laughs> Warm the cockles of your heart. It really made me want to watch Miss Congeniality. Have you not seen it? No, no. I've seen okay. it. Okay, I Jordan. It on, I have it on the Stone Age thing you call a DVD. Oh, stop that. I do too, actually. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> what? Side, side, sidebar. Why hasn't anyone done Sandra Bullock for Snatch Game? I don't know, but this needs to happen. <laughs> there's so many things, like, there's so many things you could pull just from Miss Congeniality. Yes. Like, where, where the water glasses look. Like, just recreate it. It's fine. And there were some iconic moments from even the sequel with, like, drag. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where the so, giant headdress. I was also thinking, because one of my other favorite movies is Sleepless in Seattle. Oh, yeah. I love and it. so, like, you pull things from Sleepless in Seattle. Because I don't know if I could, could do a good Sandra. But speed. That's yes. true. There's 
lot of Sandy. Oh, um, wasn't she in um, Bird Box? Yeah, something like that with birds. Just, just do Bird Box the whole time. Uh, no, but if, if you're someone out there takes Sandra, it, if you're mm -hmm. gonna be Sandra, you could easily just like continuously change into like iconic Sandra looks. Yeah. So you like just whole revolving door of share. Revolving door of share, like what Chad Michaels did. Yeah. I think that's a great Absolutely. idea because she's not I, I feel like she's not inherently funny, but she'd be good one to do because she's got so many iconic roles. So I second this. Uh, if anybody does this and gets on Drag Race, then they are required to come here and discuss this. Yes. And you better not butcher it, people. No. Seriously. But, Do not be uh, yeah, Miss so those... Leo. Oh, my oh, God. God. <laughs> I like how we we're just... both like... Oh. So I was... Another side, I feel like this is just going to be the episode of sidebars because we don't, there's not a whole lot to talk about. But I was catching my boyfriend up on All Stars 3 because he knew Trixie won, but he had never seen the season. And so I, we were watching the other day and I remembered that Shangela almost did Miss Cleo for Snatch Game on All Stars 3. Her primary was Miss Cleo, her backup was Jennifer Lewis. Mm -hmm. Which turned into one of my favorite Snatch Game performances of all time. See, as someone who used to sit and watch the Miss Cleo infomercial at Me one of, Yep. I'm like, do not fuck it up. I love Miss Cleo. You just... You, mm. Someone needs to redeem Miss Cleo on Snatch Game. Yes, please, 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 please. I was gonna say I was gonna say the same for the Cock Destroyers, but Keita Minaj redeemed that very well on Drag Race Holland. So mm -hmm. I, I'll just return to the world of drag, and then I'll do Miss Cleo. Yeah, I feel like you no. have to be a true Miss Cleo fan. Stan. Uh, That's it. You're doing it. You're Libra, aren't you, darling? As long as you don't do blackface, I'm fine. I'm not a Libra, <laughs> but I'm so into this. <laughs> I'm a Libra rising, so. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, Scarlet no, We all know time, I would be Brittany. You would be Brittany. Point blank. Jay, yeah. since we're talking about Snatch Game, who would you do for Snatch Game? Oh my god. Okay. So I um I feel like I feel like I should not answer this as the the oh. cis uh the cis hetero woman here. Um so I feel like <laughs> I should not. Um but I thought about this a lot. And it's like all drag race fans have. Yeah. Um I think it's it's kind of hard because I feel like it would be a little bit of a toss up between um, I, I I would I would there's there's three there's three women that I would obviously most that I do very much um, relate to, but uh, Marissa Tomei, my cousin Vinny, I fucking love Marissa Tomei. Yes, um, she was she and Peg Bundy. 
Katie Seagal were my icons growing up, yes. along with my great They're aunt Kippa, day. who used to walk around in a gold lame tracksuit, carrying around a martini in one hand and a cigarette on a long holder on the other, walking around going, Bernie, I fucked the pool boy. What are you going to do about it? He's like, eh, he wouldn't fuck you up with like a 12 foot ladder. And it was like a whole thing. But yeah. I love it. One of those three. I, I love that. That was, that was my, um, that's what I equate uh, femininity and grace to. Sure. <laughs> sure. All femininity is welcome here. Is valid. Yes. Absolutely. Very ladylike, very dainty, very classy, very that. If you're Stephanie Prince, she loves a good vagina. Yes. Um, I mean, yeah. I've talked. Honestly, like I've started kind of trying to perfect my ironing and like I'm kind of loving it. <laughs> but I had this gorgeous salad in Paris with Jeffrey and I just had to come home and recreate it. Um, it's, it's getting there. <laughs> it's it's getting getting there. there. You have to have the way. Like you have to have the way. Creating the sandwich. Oh my God, not that. Well, like, Ina has such, like, a monotone. She's like, if you can't find it, store-bought is fine. Like, she has, like, a soft monotone, so I don't know how necessary. Like, there's a way to make her funny, but oh, anyway. Oh, I probably do Paris, too, because I've been around. You could Paris do Paris so very well. Yeah, Paris would be a good one. But we've only seen, we, we've only seen one person do Paris, right? Or two? Got two. Two. Gothic and Who Raven. Raven did her. Raven did, right. it on, Raven Raven did, did her. Raven did her on the first Snatch Game. That's right. Raven. Okay. It was not recognizable as Paris. No. But. No, Gottmik was amazing with Paris. Amazing. I think it cut, came partially to from, if you've been around her, you would, you seem to like get her more. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And they were like, friends because they've um, been friends. Gottman used to do Paris's makeup, right? So I don't know. I feel like I would want to do somebody super funny, but then I couldn't. I wouldn't be able to think of anybody, and I'd be like, panic choice, panic choice, and end up with like Drew Carey or something. <laughs> <laughs> I would what has I anyone would. done Mimi from the Drew Carey show? No, but somebody no. freaking should. Logan, if you don't do Mimi, I will. I, it's all yours. I okay. have enough characters that I shuffled through anyway. I, I have like mean, four. I do, I do have an affinity as an 80s child to uh, love some blue eyeshadow. Yes. You would think it was the Snatch Game episode with how much we're talking about Snatch Game. <laughs> I want Snatch Game. But it's not. I, I want to say it's going to be episode five. Probably. Yeah. I think it's going to be episode five. Yeah, I'll agree with that. But anyway, episode three, the maxi challenge. <laughs> we haven't gotten past the mini challenge. We're 36 minutes in. It's fine. It's one of those days. Sorry. 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 We speculated about like the production aspect. We did speculation. Yeah. We talked about Victoria for a while. It's cool. You're getting like, a mix of things here. Yeah, well, you, there was animal alerts, which had to be um, 
highlighted. Devoted to. Highlighter, highlighted. Animal alert. I wouldn't, animal alert. Oh. <laughs> I wouldn't want to do a Rue girl, but I think I could do Farah really well. Oh my God, she'd be so easy. I Yeah, I, I adore her. Highlighter. I, you could also do Bimini because you really nailed the the nipples, the eyes, the face. Do you know I say that almost daily in everyday conversation? <laughs> it's what it's it's in it it's in comes, my vernacular. It like I swear that is one of the most versatile and things that anybody's ever said, and that comes up for me almost mm -hmm. daily. And sometimes I, in an academic setting, which is a little disturbing. I love it. For me, it's Logan the also says the nipples are the key of the soul. Um, the gall. The oh, the nerve, the cheek, the gall, the audacity, and the gumption. Yes. Um, abs absolutely. It's like a daily for me. Yep. Um, you know, I do a lot of yeah. Anytime art is referenced, I have to do the full art, 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 art. Boom, shikakak, shikak, shikak, art. Did somebody mention art? Like I have, it's every time. Um, I, was a, I was, speaking of Snatch Game, I was offended with Miss Roxy Andrews deciding to be Alaska in front of Alaska and bombing. Yeah, like, that really, did not feel good. We really need to do some like sidebar. I think since we're we're moving into a period where we're basically a drag podcast with like a few things on the side um, <laughs> for at least the next like five months, I really think we should do like uh, we've talked about it, but we I think we should do like our favorite lip syncs, our favorite snatch games, like do some like sidebar episodes because I think those would be really cute. Oh shit! I don't have it open. Hold on. Animal alert! I hit the right one this time. Yeah! Anyway, Waffles is, Waffles has come to prompt me to talk about the maxi challenge. Yes, uh, maxi challenge. So the maxi challenge this week is to is to serve two looks on the runway again. They have yes. served six looks in three episodes, if you include the entrance look. And I'm just like, oh God, but the, so it's not a ball. Wait for the ball. Weird given. 45 looks in one. Oh my goodness. What is happening? <laughs> you know, if I knew Draco was going to be here, I should have put him in an oh outfit. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm just going to leave follow, it up at this point while I talk. Follow my Instagram because he has a Halloween fashion show on yes. the horizon. Waffles is uh, wearing his younger brother's lion mane for his Halloween oh. oh, Draco has a leather daddy outfit with like a. Oh my god, does he look like Veronica Green? <laughs> Who are fast, Draco or Veronica? Draco, has a, I already um, know. It has a hat, 
and the hat has like a spiky mohawk. This is what you were missing, a spiky mohawk and a lizard tail. And this is why Derek Derek Barry doesn't like you. That's another (laughs) quote I use on the daily. You know, I love Miss Barry. I do. Yes. Okay, maxi challenge. (laughs) Maxi challenge, serving two looks again. Um, The categories are... Trend Happy alert. Blanket on the runway. We'll talk. Oh God, we'll fucking talk about it. <laughs> Can y'all tell we really just don't? We're, we're just, we're all broken today. Blanket on the runway. Blanket. <laughs> blanket. Yeah, it's blanket on the runway. And you know what? It was Burberry blanket on the runway. Oh, fucking hell. We'll talk about it. Anyway, the first look is a happy campers in the great outdoors look. Sure. Walking and children the, in nature. I was like, RuPaul referenced Tammy Brown. I'm shook. Mm-hmm. Um, I, love, and then the, I love Tammy. Oh, Tammy's the best. Tammy's the best. You know, and I the, also love <coughs> some panacotti. <laughs> I'm just trying to get through the maxi challenge. The second look is campfire couture. And it's the unconventional materials challenge. I think no. I don't know anymore. Okay. It's the unconventional. Why why is it like <coughs> that the unconventional conventional challenge seems to be camping. All three of the UK unconventional materials challenges have had some form of like camping element to them. That makes me like sidebar again, but that makes me think that Canada, because it's Canada, might pull something like that. Probably. How to look like a maple leaf. Oh my god! I mean, they already—they started last season with the design challenge. I would serve with all a the tree on the runway, and then have like a—it would be a maple tree with like mm-hmm. the like little tube in my tree to like pull mm-hmm. the like the maple syrup. Oh yeah, were you oh, getting that tree ass to get that syrup? But it better be so either that- in your ass or in your titties, Jordan. No, it ain't. Put it in the other place. Oh, shit. You're right. <laughs> Come on, Logan. I don't do female anatomy things. Sorry. Serving. Meanwhile. On the runway. <laughs> mean, meanwhile, guess who's here and we don't care about? It's Raven. Oh, I didn't know it. I did make a funny <laughs> joke last night that I want to share with the audience. Um, we were watching last night and I was like, oh good, Raven's here. Maybe Vanity can get some good makeup advice because they're the same shade. Wait, that was your joke or Lucas's joke? That was my joke. Oh, that was your joke. Lucas had a joke too. What was Lucas's joke? It was really good. 
It was really good. I don't remember shit. <laughs> I forgot, but it was he, really he, good. He, he will not come on the podcast, so I will have to find out what it is and let y'all know next week. It was really good, you guys. We laughed. It oh, was, wow. and he is like king of the dad jokes, but I was <laughs> like, I'm gonna give you this one. This is really good. Like, yeah. I love it. Anyway, one. Raven's here. I don't fucking care. Fuck you, Raven. Um, but Crystal's asking for a lot of help. She always comes for the unconventional challenges in the UK, AU. Anytime that like Rue is overseas doing drag related things, I feel like. Wow. Obviously, because Raven goes with her. I know. But also, but like, we always get the appearance. Well, in all three unconventional challenges on UK, I actually don't remember when it was with Down Under, but all three of the unconventional challenges have been episode three. Hmm. That's a key. Yeah. So, and she's there um, for every one of them. Oh, that's right. You, Yeah, she is. Because she drove yeah. the car. Yep. Well, she's obviously on hand. She's obviously on hand because and she does Rue's makeup, so might as well bring yeah. her in. But it's an easy cameo. Yeah. Um, one note that like a lot of this workroom stuff while they're making stuff is like kind of weird. Um, Jay and I have now shipped River and Ella together. Um, I did want to talk about that. Rivella. Perhaps. Yes. They had a little bit of a moment. Mm -hmm. I was kind of into it. I was like, oh, we love these two together. <laughs> That's cute. I, I, I just want to vicariously through everybody I else. Both I just want people to love each other and be in love and like be all cute and crap. But I, that's too much for me. But like, I want to see it for other people. I'm too jaded for that. Yeah. I'm not I'm anymore. Situationship. <laughs> anyway, so that was a lot of the I'm other. Have an island of reptiles. I love. Who that. needs men? I have a pussy palace. See. I have a boyfriend. <laughs> Logan's like, I'm out. <laughs> Bye. I'm good. I'm good. Bye. I'm chilling. Um, I do want to talk about something mildly serious. And I really appreciate everything that Drag Race UK and BBC Three has been doing to promote this. Like the amount of promotion they've done around this topic has been amazing, and I'm really happy to see it. Charity has a very candid conversation with Kitty about how she was diagnosed with HIV at the age of 18, um, and like the stigma around HIV and just like not being able to put herself out there to be loved because of all of the gross horrible messages and like those of us that know ex have or that have had experiences on the gay apps will know that like people are gross and disgusting as is but i can only imagine how much worse it is for charity and other people who are hiv positive um but drag the drag race uk Instagram and the BBC three Instagram um, have done like full campaigns talking about um, HIV awareness, you equals you like all of that stuff. And I was genuinely really surprised to see that because we've had discussions about that 
on U.S. Drag Race, and it's never gone beyond the show. So to see a network, it is, mind you, it's BBC Three, but to see a network as big as the BBC promoting this and, like, highlighting this and, like, educating mm -hmm. people, for me, is just, like, fucking incredible. Like, I just did not expect it, was pleasantly surprised. <clears throat> so. Happy feels. Yes. And I will say, I'm finally coming around to charity a little bit. I'm still not... Charity, Scarlet, and Crystal are the three that I'm, like, not really connecting with. I At this point... But okay, I would semi agree to that. I really like. I can't get. I just can't, I really don't like Crystal. I think there's an energy yeah. about her that I'm just not connecting with. I genuinely think it's her age. I, I'm. I think it's. I mean, a, I'm, I'm as old as Sin, so probably. No, you're not. I'm right behind you, lady. But we're even in different. We are young no. chickens that are in the prime of their life. We are all in very similar age brackets that are above hers. But I'm even, I'm even closer to her age. We're above. And I, that that part. Um, I'm closer to her age. I'm only five years older than her, and I have a really hard time connecting to her. And I've on it. That's also just me a little bit. Like I. What I will say to that though is, I going into the season didn't love Scarlet, and like I am starting to feel a little connected to Scarlet. But, yeah, and they're close in age, so I wouldn't put it to, like, age. Crystal and Scarlet? Aren't they? How old Scarlet? Scarlet's, like, 28, I thought. No! Oh, my God, no. She she looks like she's nine. I, yeah, she, she's yeah. the baby for me. I'm looking it up. She's I'm looking up. While... While I do, Jay, I know you had a thought. I think I cut you off. I'm so sorry. Be it's okay. Um, I, I, I'm with you, Jordan. I felt that I wasn't connecting very much to Scarlet in the beginning, but now I am. And I think that there is a level of um, humility that comes with aging that I think I'm not seeing in Crystal, um, where she's still... And this is another thing, like... We're, we're about the ladies that are um, <clears throat> of a certain generation. Um, and it's, you know, I have not used the Botox, but I'm highly considering it because I watch way too much Love Island. And now I'm like, oh shit, maybe I need that. Um, <laughs> but Crystal's 19 and she's already got so much filler. And I know that she said like, this is strictly for my drag. This is to make me look a certain way in drag, which I get and I respect. However, I don't think that that's true. It doesn't come off as true. It's like, 
it's it's to create a persona, not just in drag, but outside drag too. That I'm like, <sighs> I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like she's maybe too young and doesn't have enough life experience yet to know who she really is. That she feels that she has to be and look a certain part. No, where, I'm not assuming anything. Yeah, that and that's what I don't want to be like. Yes, but that's how I'm but... looking at it. I wouldn't be surprised if at some point she explored herself a little bit more. Yes. Okay. No, I, 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 I see a level of insecurity with her. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Yeah. And, and I think so, that's why the, she's getting so many procedures and shit. Yeah. It's 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 that, and I think the com combination of like the lack of humility and the be able to look at yourself as like human rather than a um, product or a, a I don't want to say like a two dimensional like product, but but she's really got kind of it just comes across how she talks and interacts. It's very much like. This is who I should be. This is who I need to be. This is the character that I am playing. Where you see, at least for me, I see, you know, Scarlett kind of breaking that down a little bit. And she's like, no, I'm kind of a fucking idiot. And there's, there's, I don't know, there's just something that's not hitting right with Crystal. She is gorgeous to look at. My God, she's stunning to look at. I am twice her I age. I only dream, dream of like cinching that, that cinch. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, but it, there's there's something, I, I think it, a lot of it's the humility that's lacking for me. And then, like you said, Jordan, the insecurity is really coming out. And um, just, yeah, I don't know. I mean, at that age, I, I just think back to when I was that age and there wasn't, there weren't, Botox, there wasn't Botox or any of those procedures available for us. Like, I mean, there were, but you could have a lot of money back then. Um, yeah. You but still now do, it's like, and you still do now. Like, yeah, you still but do. it's more accessible now. And it's like, I wonder if I, if I was her age now and I was still as impressionable as I was then, would I be doing all this stuff now? Like, I, I really do wonder that. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm 38 and I'm still very much not super comfortable in my own skin. So, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I think it's also an age thing. I think it's insecurity, it's humility, it's experience. It's a whole lot of just maybe There's... not feeling her own validation. And this is the only way she feels validation is to look and act a certain way. And I get that. I did pin up for years. I get it. Yeah. So, I mean, like, didn't in All Stars, who was talking about? I always get the. I don't know how to answer your question because you're not communicating what the question is. I'm, oh, <laughs> well, she was trying. Someone had mentioned their plastic surgery because they weren't sure who they were. Pandora. Yeah. Pandora actually, you know what? I, I don't think multiple people may have mentioned it. Yeah. Eureka? 
Well, no, Eureka's never actually, as far as I know, expressed it, yeah, but I, I know where Jordan you're coming she from. She said she thought about transitioning at one point. It was Akira. Akira had, Akira had lived as a trans woman for yes. a period of time and then detransitioned is the word she used. Um, right. Detransitioned. But that's where the yeah. ass almighty came from. Oh yes. my God, the ass almighty. Yes. I will I say, I will say three things. One, I agree with everything y'all have said about Crystal. All of that, I echo. Second, I know Jay will relate to this. Jordan, you didn't watch Espana, but I'm feeling, unfortunately, because it's one of the best seasons ever. But what I will I say, and I don't know if you'll agree with this, Jay, I feel very similarly to Crystal. Um, like I have the same feelings towards Crystal that I did towards Sagittaria. Yes. It's very, it's a very, very similar sort of like, yeah. I'm a skinny white queen who does high fashion things and I have to try to fit into this mold of things. And like, I was watching one of my favorite drag YouTubers, Mira Mangal, also shout out to her, love her. But love Mira. And she, and we'll talk about Crystal's looks this week, but immediately when Crystal came out in both of her looks, Mira and Scarlet Cyanide, who I fucking adore as well, love her. Mira and Scarlet both talked about how the first look gave very Violet Chachki, and the second look gave very Aquaria. And, and I don't I like it 100%. Say, I know people come for me for saying this, but that's exactly what I felt when I first watched Aquaria and Violet Chachki in their same. season. I felt exact same, where I'm like, I, gals are young. However, Violet did show that she actually does like going on further into her career. She actually has a very clear cut view of who she is, but she wasn't Love able her. to maybe express that during her season. Mm -hmm. I have never felt that way with Aquaria and I'm sure people will come for me and I'm sorry, but I still see a young gal who's like, and and look, I get it because between the ages of 18 and 23, you couldn't tell me shit because I was like, it doesn't matter who I think I am or not. I'm a very white blonde girl with big blue eyes and huge fucking tits, a tiny ass waist and a great ass. I'm a size zero. Well, you're going to come for me? Like, not the tits. Oh it doesn't yeah. matter. I don't need to have a personality. I don't need to have, I don't need to be anything other than 2D because I'm going to get whatever I need at 2D. So. And then we'll also hit 30 and like gravity starts taking effect. And so does the cheese and wine. And all of a sudden you're a size 12 and shit start hitting the ground. That's me at 24. Off. So I'm scared. Um, and I will say before we dive into the runway, uh, well, Scarlet if they start to ever sag, will I get them? I had that taken care of in 2008, baby. And they're back down to my knees. <laughs> Um, I looked it up. Okay. I wasn't far off. Scarlet is 26. Really? Yep. Good for her. Scarlet, she, look, she looks nine. Them some good take care of her skin. She looks like she's... I always think she's like a child when I see her. Yeah. No, yeah. she's one of the... Every time I see her, I'm like, 17, 18, maybe 19. I don't know. Um, 
unfortunately, given the age bracket of this cast, she's in the upper half as far as age is concerned, because the oldest person on this season is Veronica Green. Yeah, and which is Ella okay. is also Ella's someone 32. that has good genes. Yes. Like I wouldn't think 32. No. I love Ella. Uh, yeah. Should we like, I also do. Should we talk about the runway where I thought she was thoroughly robbed of a win? I'm I just gonna say it as well. Because you cannot tell me that jacket was not hard to make. Can we can we can we bring it up? Because I just want to talk about it. Like, I'm ready. You know what? You worked hard on the slideshow. Let me pull it up. Yeah, I thought you already had. Well, I had it. I I just didn't have it in the queue. Mm -hmm. Well, while you do that, I want to talk in depth and at length, like I promised, about icon, legend, and star Nicola Coughlin. This woman needs a permanent spot on this show because she just gave me every single thing I've ever wanted in a Drag Race judge. Yes, she was amazing. So if you, you don't know, know She's her, funnier yeah. than Ellen, Ellen Kerr. Yeah, if you don't know who Nicola is, she is one of the stars of Dairy Girls. She's currently on Bridgerton. That's where a lot of people nowadays will know her. Um, That's why I knew her and I didn't... Waffles! Waffles! Sorry, guys. Oh, no, it's good. We have an animal so, alert for the reason. We do. Um, I also want to point out, breaking the fourth wall a little bit, I made sure to uh, dark or to lighten the background that I used because that's not the color I used for the slideshow. Oh, yeah. Animal alert! <laughs> ah! But let's um, dive into an hour in. Let's talk about the runways. Who did, who did she play on Bridgerton? Was she like the lead? Uh, no, she was the daughter that was like the youngest daughter who got pushed into being a debutante or something. I had to look it up because I've not actually seen Bridgerton. I haven't either. Uh, you know what? I thoroughly loved Bridgerton. Waffle, don't you dare. I honestly, if you haven't watched it, I recommend when you have some like downtime. When? <laughs> That's a good one. When you're not watching 85 shows like us. That's a good one. She's Penelope, if yes. that does anything for you. Oh, Which, okay, yeah. Yeah. Because I, she doesn't look like, like, obviously it's production in that, but like, looking at her on Drag Race, I didn't see Penelope on Bridgerton. Penelope is like, one of those names I adore, but every time I see it, I just want to say Penelope. 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 <laughs> Sorry. I love that, that has nothing to do with anything, guys. So uh, you should know inside of my mind. I love that. I love that. Yeah, should but we now, now that I know who she was on Bridgerton, I see it. That's what I'm trying to say. I love her. If, if you've sat through this whole episode, I'm glad that you finally got with us uh, to the runway. Maybe if Jordan clicks the button. No. I'm not sure if she's going to at this point. Can you not see the slideshow? I can. I'm just waiting for you to move so we can talk about the runway. Okay, here we go. So first up, I did these in alphabetical order because I'm what? Lazy. So first up is Charity Case. 
serving um, demon murderous bunny in a really cute clueless inspired uh, outfit. And then we have the second look where she's giving gingham things. Uh, picnic basket realness. Very that. I thought both I of these looks were really good. Yeah. I thought they were really good. Um, but I have to say, I I definitely, you know, we we commented, um, Logan and I watched this together last night. Waffles. Uh, and uh, we commented that you could just see Rue's face with the bunny. And it's very much like, maybe I feel like her drag has not been completely validated by the judges and perhaps maybe Dragula might have been a better fit. Yeah. Um, I'm having waffle issues over here. I'm sorry, guys. That's fine. Um, I initially, so I didn't expect the pretty look. So I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. But I do wonder if she would have gotten more validation on Dracula. Uh-huh. Uh, we'll talk about it a little bit at the end. I'm terrified for her next week. Yeah. yeah. I'm terrified for her. Also, hi, Brandon. I love you. Um, anyway... Um, yeah, I I don't think, for me, I wouldn't have put her in the top, but I do no. think these are two very solid looks. Very solid. Yeah. Like well, you yeah, said, Jay, I think... The picnic look multiple times with that material. Yeah. yeah. I, I think, have... Yeah. yeah, there was a lot of attention and detail with both looks that I feel like can't be ignored, and they were both phenomenal. Uh, tops, no, but, like... Out of if I was ranking the gals, she was a very, very close four to maybe three. I would me. say fourth for me. Probably. Yeah, that's where I would put her as well. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I like her. I really like her, and I want to. I want to see more of like this kind of drag on Drag Race. I do too. But, I just fear, I fear with the alternative drag styles, like we've seen a few examples of it in some franchises recently. We see it with Charity. I would say to an extent we saw it with Utica um, on season 13. We know, saw it also was a little out there. And they didn't understand Utica. No. So... It's just like, honest to God, it just brings me back to the point that Rue does not need to host this show anymore. Yeah, Rue feels very done. Like, just give the show over to someone else at this point because you're clearly just there to just sit there. You're not giving anything to the panel at the moment. I will say, actually, skipping back to the workroom stuff, and I commented on this when I watched it, Rue gave one really, really good piece of advice to Scarlett when she was talking about, like, the hair that she could wear and how that works in favor or against 
completely boxy jaw that she has. Um, I thought that was a really good piece of advice. And I was like, Rue is actually giving good advice for once. Yeah, I was surprised what? by the good advice. But nonetheless, uh, I really enjoyed Charity this week. I'm coming around. I like her drag. I just, I don't know if I particularly like her as a human. It's kind of where that's, I'm at. That, that I, I like her. That, I, I'm I excited that we're seeing a little bit more of her because I felt that she's been very reserved with like maybe feeling that her, I, I feel like I get a sense that maybe she doesn't feel that her drag is validated within this show because she does go a little bit, you know, further, maybe, you know, like kind of Utica did, um, and I don't know. So I, I feel like maybe she's starting to get a little bit more comfortable with show, showcasing who she is and her drag as well, where I don't know if we necessarily got to see, the, sorry, cat, but um, if we got to see that in the beginning, the first few episodes. He's super needy, you guys. This is, he's like driving me nuts. <laughs> What are you doing? Love it. Next so, up. Next have... up, moving on. <laughs> oh, boy. Well. <sighs> this first look. Bad. Just bad. It wasn't great. I thought her a makeup. A lot of the cool. happy camper looks weren't like the best looks. Agreed. Um, this might have been my least favorite of them all. I'm gonna be honest with you, and I yeah. love Teresa, but oh, Teresa is hilarious. I adore her. She might be one of my favorites. I just, I can't stop. She shows up on the screen. I just start laughing. She's, She's always doing something so goofy and out there. Yeah. The second look, I will say, I don't hate. I, don't I love that. I don't wear that. This was giving me like it felt Katya inspired. Yes, that's why I love it so much. But like, okay, don't eat when, when she did, when she told the story, I was dead. I, I just love, I just love when she goes on like a maybe because I do it all the time I relate but when she goes <laughs> into like her long-witted stories uh -huh. and all that I just find her hilarious it is but very you I will say this was not my favorite look I but just I really enjoy her I just hated how much they compared Teresa to Scarlett. We'll talk about Scarlett when, like, they basically made the same thing. Yeah. 
I also want to say in the like I love Teresa May owl bigger. Yeah, because on the runway it was uh, it was a different. It was small. Um, it was smaller. Yeah, I will say when they were doing when Rue does the like Teresa May, you're safe like that stuff. Talking about her lumpy pads, which I didn't see, and her dirty tights, which I also didn't see. I was like, really? Look, yeah, that was uncalled for. I didn't see yeah. dirty tights. And I didn't see lumpy. I um, think she might have been a little lumpy because that's not a material that you're supposed to be wearing as a gown. That's probably it, too. But, like, after rolling around in the woods, of course you're going to have dirty tights if that was in case the thing. Yeah. Especially if you're going to get it in your eye. It fucking burns. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I love the, like, um, I just really enjoyed the reference of that because it's come yeah. from somewhere else. Yeah. That I can't remember at the moment. I don't know. I still really loved her explanation and I couldn't stop laughing. Same. Her explanation? I was dead. I was like... I dead. laughed so fucking hard. I, I was like, yes, girl, I know this situation. I have been in... Who has not gone into a tent with some man and then he blinds you in the eye and you find an owl friend who like helps you try to seek revenge? I mean, that's Absolutely. like I think every couple this, months for me. <laughs> I really, I really enjoy like their photo shoot photos of the look, and yeah. I think that might be a real owl. It's not, that's, that's I don't think so. I think it's the yeah, the owl that she had from the runway. But there was an owl in the like materials, and I think that's what it is. It, yeah, but I still really wish it was a real owl because that's just fun. Same. I like it. Mm -hmm. <sighs> Robbed of a challenge win. Hell of a day. Uh, Agreed. Hello, tall drink of water. I mean, I loved this so much. Love, 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 you love, know, love. I'm not into ladies, but I would do this. Both looks. I would roll an attempt with. I I loved it. I really like the nod to Tarzan because that's one of my favorite Disney movies. Mm -hmm. And you can't tell me that jacket was not hard for me. She should have won this challenge. Bottom line. I also hated how they compared this or how Graham specifically compared this to Scarlet because I think those even more so than Teresa and Scarlett. Yeah. Scarlett and Ella had two completely different concepts. 
a hundred percent. And like, I just, I, Scarlet I don't know. Went, like high fashion, but like this was like. Did she? I mean. We'll talk about it. But I like this version of the picnic basket Burberry moment more than the other one. I has two thoughts. And I, I think I, I explained these last night. One, the first one, absolutely fucking loved. It was great. I love her little Tarzan moment. Although it made me, like, really worry about, like, Disney bounding because I just don't fucking get it. Don't come at me. I'm sorry. I have a lot of friends into this. I do not fucking get it. That's cool. I love it. Why do Dapper Day on non-fucking Dapper Day? Don't get it. Come at me. I love Dapper Day. Like, I get it for the day, but why am I going to do it otherwise? I got shit to do. I'm not going to show up in cosplay to Disney, but that's just me just because I'm maybe lazy and I don't get it and I'm not cool. I'm also really not cool. Uh, but the second fucking love, have, look at her face. The neck, I mean, one, the body is amazing, but I have never seen anything more beautiful and angelic. This is, awesome. I, I aspire to look like this. That's all. Mm -hmm. That's all I have to say. She looks like Eva Marie. Yeah. I'm gonna go find a photo of them like Eva as a blonde and like put them side by side because I swear they look the same. Mm -hmm. But yes, should have won the challenge. Other than that, do we have any more thoughts before we move on? I'll take the silence as a no. I, I, uh, if we go to Kitty, I fucking loved her happy camper. I laughed so hard. I thought this was fucking cute. She was adorable. And the Kitty got lost map. I, I loved it. It was the correct amount of camp, and I appreciate it. And plus, look at her. She looks fucking amazing in the second. I adore her. She's, I want to be friends with her in real life. Maybe I just want to be her. I think I also want to be her. Yeah. Rose gold. Yes. Moment of joy. I actually kind of laughed when I seen the the lost map. Yeah. So I would have put her a little higher than what she. I would have put her in the top. I thought both of these were just so good. Would you have um, done like a, a tie for top? No, we'll talk about my top three. Because okay. it's a little it's a little different from what the judges did. That's fair. A little bit. Yeah, I, I love it. I also pulled this photo for, I pulled this photo for Kitty because I thought it was the funniest. <laughs> I, I just, she makes me laugh. I, I just, I she love. Looks like she's trying to do something bowel related while holding onto a tree. Yeah, I'm into it. Who hasn't done that? You know, that's how I go camping. I call that me. glamping. 
But I, every time she comes on the screen, I just get excited because I know it's going to be fun. Yeah. And that's, she that's always, all. like, if she Kitty, I adore you. selling me cookies, I would have bought a case. Mm-hmm. I will say, we'll talk about it probably a little bit later. I'm excited for her next week. Um, uh, neither of these are bad from Crystal. I just don't think they're great. What I will say, I feel like I actually really like this emerald green satin dress that she just put a freaking sash on, but I would like the dress without the sash. And the second look, I was like, Aquaria? Yeah. It's, just, it's not relating to me. I'm, I'm with Jordan. Um, I actually like the sash because I felt that that gave a fuller story. However, I think there was for me, and I mentioned this like when we were watching last night, that there is the the female illusion for me is broken up. And I think it's the waistline of her waist that it dips down in such a bizarre fashion and then goes out so far. Like that princess waist, it's not quite mm. drop right waist. The Disney um, princess waist. Yeah, it's... It, it weirds me out. Yeah. So I didn't love it as much. She looks beautiful. The second one, stunning. I mean, she looks phenomenal on that. But at the end That's of the day, it's leotard. It is, but it's also just leotard with stuff on it. Yep. I will say, though, of the leotards with stuff on them, I think this was my favorite. Oh, and no, I, found I, it, I, I found it incredibly inventive that she used tent poles. Yeah, like I, I, I want to give her like a lot of props because the tent pole aspect of it was really, really good. I just wouldn't have put her in the top, personally. Yeah, I agree. Next up, N next up, I'm a little frozen. Give me a second. <laughs> Okay. Ah! Can we not? Thank you. Um, so this first look from River Medway was my favorite look of the evening. Hands down, 100%, no questions asked. The best look on the runway. You can't tell me otherwise. I thought River should have been in the top. And she is the one more than anyone right now, I feel like the judges just don't get her. Yeah. I could. Mm -hmm. I really like both ones. I love the second so much. It hurts. I love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. I want it. But not the first look. Nope. I guess not. 
I liked the first one. I loved it. I thought it was inventive how she used her silhouette. Um, I thought it was something fresh. Uh, I just, I just love the second so much because I feel that that's more my aesthetic. Um, but I thought she looked beautiful in both, and I just adore her. I think she's wonderful. So, with River, I fear that because they're judges, I really don't feel like they get her. I feel yeah. like she's gonna un eventually unintentionally, just because the judges don't get it, being robbed. I agree. Yeah. But like agree. everything about M River Medway, I have loved from the beginning. Mm -hmm. So I worry for her, but I really, yeah. really like her. What the fuck is this first look from Scarlett? What the fuck about this says happy campers? No. No. She looks just, beautiful. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. She looks, she looks gorgeous. I didn't get it. Yeah. Yeah. Very I would have loved it. Didn't get it. She looks stunning, but she didn't get the assignment. I'm kind of convinced the only reason Rue loved the second look is because it is inspired by a share look and we know yeah. that Rue loves share. So just for me I, the Scarlet's second look also looks more like a blanket. Like yeah. I will say this is a stunning look. I don't I it's not bad. I think it's she's gorgeous. For I think the gods. I think she looked, this is, I said it and when I watched it, this is the, I think the best Scarlet has looked so far on this show. I, would I don't understand how she was in the top even. Yeah, she didn't win for me. No, I, I, I she looked great, but when you look at what has to go into an SISO, but like, what goes into making the second gown? Yeah, that 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 um, that office shoulder is very difficult to do with a fleece fabric. However, the rest of it is not. And for them to compare one Teresa Mays to her and say, "Oh, Teresa didn't do it as well." There's unfinished stuff. Well, there's unfinished business on this one too. But was it better than some of the other ones where it was a blanket at the end of the day? She didn't take an unconventional material and make it into something new. And that's what's frustrating me is because I think that I'm looking at this as like maybe a Project Runway sort of brain or maybe I, earlier yeah. or, or earlier drag race where you take an unconventional material and actually create a garment out of it. This was just taking a blanket and making it into a garment. This was not unconventional to me. No, And she was lauded for that. And I'm like, I don't understand why considering like there's nothing... And out of the other looks that use the same material, this would be the worst for me. Because it really yeah. does look like she took that blanket, wrapped it around her boobs. Yeah. And like, it just added a fishtail. Yeah. I hate that it doesn't hit the floor. 
and I'm just now noticing it in this photo. I'm offended I, by it. When, okay, how many times on RuPaul's Drag Race have either Ru or Michelle commented about a fishtail gown that doesn't hit the floor? Yes, all the freaking time, every single season. I just, I don't dislike Scarlet. I do not understand a universe where she won. Yeah. I, what I, I will say is I like Scarlet in this hair. Yeah, no, I agree with she that. Looked, she looks stunning. I wish she had incorporated something else, like whether the off-the-shoulder was a different fabric, whether the mermaid tail on the bottom, even the sleeves do like a cuff situation, like what Ella did on the, on the jacket. Like just include something else from the materials provided because she also got a 15 second head start. And yeah. pulled, I want to say she also pulled that like gorgeous black patterned fabric. Mm -hmm. Imagine yes. that as the off the shoulder juxtaposed with this like, well, like bright summery like plaid. Even if it was the off the shoulder part was the black and then same with the fishtail. Yes. Just give it like another layer of something because really yeah. it just to me looks like a blanket. So. I, yeah. I don't want to talk about this anymore because <laughs> I'm just I'm getting more mad that she won. And, and then what I will say like I love this Kenneth Evergreen moment but it's not the challenge. It's not the category. Oh vanity. I love the first look, not for this category, but she looks stunning. I don't get it for the category. I didn't get it for the category. She looked amazing yes. for the first look. Second look, I thought this was actually more inventive. I thought this was actually more uh -huh. creative and there was more going on than Scarlet. Yeah. Um, I love, and I have to agree with Nicola on this, neon orange is her color. She looks phenomenal in yes. this, the hair and everything. I do also agree with Nicola, and I said it as well, that the black lip for me didn't make sense. It would have made sense more with like an orange lip, but she looked so beautiful in this. And I'm yep. going to go against Rue on this. I don't think that her, the skirt needed to be hemmed to anything because it was giving a very distinct look. And I was into it. I liked what she was serving. I but liked the Jay, they, more than the first. But Jay, they well, needed a reason to put her on the bottom again. Yeah, because I don't think that I don't think that Rue. I I have I don't know. I I'm I said earlier that I didn't feel that Rue or Michelle, but you know, two regular judges like at least validate some forms of drag, and I feel like Vanity is one of them. Yeah, I I like. You know, and is Vanity's fully finished on the second one? No, but I kind of like that because camping's a little messy. For for me, it was telling a full story. And I get where also, she was coming from with the, the African tribal uh, inspiration. And I personally fucking love this. I really like like the where the ropes hit. I don't think I loved longer. I loved that they all weren't the same length. Yeah. Like I just... That was part of why I loved it. 
I'm so frustrated with this judging. Like I just, oh, from one set of not so great looks to our final gal of the evening, also in not so great looks, this was such a crash and burn for me, for Veronica Green. I will say, I don't hate the first look. I don't hate it. The second look, I said it, I've talked to a lot of people about it, because I saw a lot of people on Twitter trying to defend this look, and I'm not here for any of that at this moment. All I wish she had done is just get rid of the entire bottom skirt cinched just a little bit and thrown some glitter on the wings. And I think I would have been fine with it. I, I didn't, uh, I didn't hate the first, I didn't necessarily immediately get the happy camper reference with this. I agree with Michelle that maybe if she had had some cigarette butts or ticket stubs that, that, that would have maybe given me a little bit more festival. Um, I re, I said it before, I'll say it again. I thought I loved her makeup and especially the makeup on the hands for the second because especially with her story with like dealing with a really rough year and the depression. And I agree with Graham on this, that you would expect something so bright and colorful and rainbowy to be so happy, but there's it's right. quite somber, which I loved that. Um, I thought she told a story, but again, I mean, we, we kind of talked about this previously. It was giving me too much of like Vangie with the Barbie dolls and the ruffles and no cinch waist. And it's, I understand why they put her in the bottom. She just had an off week, but I still think Veronica is a fantabulous queen. I, I really do. I, I just think this was maybe not her week for me. Yeah. We have kind of lost the Veronica we seen last yeah. season. Well, I, I, yeah. I, have, I, season. I, have, I have some thoughts on that when we get to the rest of the episode. I don't want to talk about it now because there's still some stuff we have to talk yeah. about. But what I will yeah. say about the first look though, this is giving me more escape from the asylum with like the yeah. straps. Like to me, it was giving me straitjacket over like happy camper. Yeah. Um, the second look, the makeup is gorgeous, but it looks like tissue paper. I think it might just be tissue paper. I think it is. It, I just don't like it. No. At all. No. Yeah. Uh, but. We made it through the runway. <laughs> a long episode, but that's fine. We had a lot to discuss. But let's talk about the results. So we get the safe queens being Kitty, Charity, and River. In the top, we had Scarlet, Ella, and Crystal. And in the bottom three were Vanity, Veronica, and Teresa. 
we do ultimately see somehow, despite everything I ever thought would happen, Scarlet Harlot is the winner of this challenge. And I wouldn't have even put her anywhere close to the top <laughs> for me. No, I would have put her maybe fourth or fifth. I'm with Jordan. I, I would have put her sixth. I'm going to be honest. I liked uh, my top three were Ella, Kitty, and River. That was also my top three. And I think I would have put Crystal fourth, Charity fifth, and I think I would have put Scarlet sixth. And I personally agreed, unfortunately, agreed with the bottom three. I, um, I'm still a little iffy on the bottom three. Well, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I keep going back and forth because I think I look at it more. I, I'm looking at it with a bias. So I don't think that I can like fully say, and I think that's where I'm having a trouble with it with this one. Yeah. As much as I love all three queens in the bottom, for me, it was justified. I just like vanity. Vanity is the one that maybe I would have taken out, but I honestly don't know who else I would have put in the bottom. Um, Teresa, as much as I may have like enjoyed the second look, the first look is just kind of inexcusable. I just really didn't get it. Veronica, I definitely thought was the worst of the week. As much as I may like her as well, it's just kind of it, like everyone did at least half decent to the point that like I could have seen any like a combination of any six people be in the top and a combination of any like four or five people in the bottom. Like that's just where we're at with the season, yeah. um, which is wild because it's episode three. And we're yeah. already at this point where, like, everyone is, like, very, very good. Um, There's a level of up. Like, the quality this season. Like, I have not hated any of the bottom looks, aside from Veronica's look this week. But, like, there seems to be a higher level of skill. Agreed. This season. Agreed. Yeah. But yeah, so we do end up with a bottom two of Vanity Milan and Veronica Green. I agreed, unfortunately. This, I will say, I did agree with, unfortunately. Um, I agree that Veronica should be the bottom. I have a hard time with putting Vanity there. Um, I agree, but then I also don't agree at Vanity at the same time. Who would you put over Vanity? I, that's the problem is I, I don't think I can choose anybody because I felt that Veronica's, I adore Veronica. However, she was the only one where both of the looks just didn't work for me. Everybody else, I found something where I'm like, well, this one works or this one doesn't, you know? So it's the, the rest of the final like four or whatever, for me at least had like, it was a 50 50 with them. So, and 
I guess I just after Vanity didn't get like good critiques before and then was in the bottom two, it kind of comes off to me that the judges just don't really understand or are validating her drag. So for me, it's like, I don't know if I would have put her in the bottom. And when they did put her in the bottom, I'm like, oh, well, this is a sure thing that we know that she's going because she's already been in the bottom and they clearly don't understand her drag. So. Yeah. Um, I will say Veronica's makeup, though, like that second look. I didn't, I understood where the makeup was coming from in the second look. Unfortunately, in the lip sync, I really think that did her in. Um, so they lip sync to I've Got the Music in Me by the Kiki D Band. Another great lip sync. Which... Yeah. We haven't always been accustomed to on UK, so I'm like pleasantly surprised that all four lip syncs so far this season have been like pretty good. Fantastic. <laughs> we're, not we're not used to that. So um, when uh, I heard the song, I was like, "There's no way Vanity leaves." I wasn't sure. I was in a bit of a camp that maybe, I don't know. I don't think this was necessarily in either of their wheelhouses. But I do think it was a really good lip sync from both of them. For me, I just couldn't really, I had a, and I've watched it three times now because I didn't know whether my first inclination was like good, was like proper, I guess is the right word. I had a really hard time connecting to Veronica in the lip sync, unfortunately, because of the makeup. Yeah, we, yeah, I, so I thought, um, looking back on it now, I've watched the episode now three times just to make sure, at least that part, just to make sure. But yeah, the makeup for me was a little bit of a disconnect with the song. However, they both fucking turned it out and they both showed a particular, like, point of view with the song that resonated with me. And I was like, I get where this queen is coming from. I get where she's coming from. And I love this. So for me, um, Vanity, Vanity was like at, I will say, I'll say 100%. And I'll say that Veronica for me was at maybe 85, 90%. But I would say, I went, I would say 85 for me. And, and for me, though, I would... I'll wait for you to show who goes home so that I'm not spoiling it for anybody. <laughs> well, ta-da, Veronica Green is eliminated. I have thoughts and I have insight because, fun fact, I got spoiled by Veronica because she couldn't fucking wait five minutes after it aired in the UK to post on Instagram. And I thought I was in a safe zone to go on Instagram, because I know on Drag Race days, don't go on social media during certain times. But now I know that that's midday here in good old Arizona, USA. But I have thoughts, and I want to talk about Veronica a little bit more. But Jay, I know you have thoughts, so I want to yeah. hear you. Um, and Jordan, obviously, of course. Yeah. Jordan's got all the thoughts. I know she does. I see that face over there. That's a thoughtful face. Um. Yeah, so 
I would have expected because unfortunately uh, Victoria Scone had to leave that both both queens, both Vanity and Veronica really just knocked it out of the part with park with how they portrayed the song and how they um, they emoted during it. And I, I really I felt initially I was like, OK, well, Vanity's at the bottom again. They're going to send her home and keep Veronica. And then as the song happened, I was like, OK, you have two queens that are really fucking killing it on both ends. Yeah. Vanity a little bit more than Veronica, but maybe that's a makeup thing or whatever. I fully expected, I mean, I was sitting there um, and please none of you all be my professors because I totally blew off class in my grad course just to day drink and watch this and take a nap. But I sat there with my bottle of wine on my couch and I was like, all right, Rue's going to keep both of them because Victoria just went home. I swore up and down and I was like, that's what's going to happen. And I even got up and made myself some lunch, did a whole bunch of other stuff, and then came back for the verdict because I was so freaking sure that Rue was going to keep both of them because that was a dynamite performance from both queens. I thought that too. Thank you. I was like, was oh, that's a double Chante. So and then I, and I was like, I looked at it from the perspective of production a little bit. I agree with both of you. I think this would have been an ample opportunity, a better opportunity than maybe some other double Chantes to keep both of them, especially with Veronica coming back, having just been in the top the last episode. It was a little confusing for me. Uh, what I think ultimately happened this is a oh i need to change the banner this is speculation i don't know if any of this is true oh that's the bottom two again i keep hitting the wrong banner um can i hit the correct banner is that thank you okay speculation i feel like as soon as they realized victoria was not going to return they changed the production schedule because I'm under the impression that we know next episode from the preview, it's the girl groups challenge. Very excited, but you mm -hmm. can really only do that with an even number of people. I think once they knew Victoria was gone, they shifted the production schedule. And I will confirm this a little bit more if when we get to Snatch Game, which I believe to be episode five, if, if the Snatch Game guests are like the contestants are like Michelle and Graham. This will confirm my theory a little bit more, but I think once Victoria exited, they moved the girl group challenge up because they know that the girl group challenge in UK always does well. And across the first two seasons, it is by far the highest rated episode. It is the episode that people tune into. I don't think they had room in that moment logistically for a double Shantae. That's just where I'm at with it. I don't know that to be true. That is pure speculation, but that's just how I, like the perception that I'm getting. Yeah. 
And that's how I feel about the matter. I don't know. Um, I just feel like it had to have been a logistical issue because Rue, we also pointed it out when Jay and I watched. And I know, Jordan, we eventually all have to watch it together because I don't, I hate being like, well, Jay and I watched it. But anyway. But we neighbor. Uh, that part. Just Jordan, move to Arizona. Just move to Arizona. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, it's I'm moving fine. into a house in a few months. Just move in with us. Can you imagine? <laughs> It would be chaotic as all hell. Um, but who thought uh, going into this episode we would still be here? Not me, but regardless, um, you can tell how long we've been here because Jay's lighting has fully changed. I have to change my lighting mid episode. Yeah, I have, I didn't put on my ring light. This is just natural. Sun's going on. I got a notification, dinner was ready. <laughs> we'll wrap it up here in a second, but I want to say we pointed it out. Rue didn't tell Veronica to sashay away. Yes. Be and fair. I watched the episode. Yeah. I mean, Ginny Lemon is still technically in the race. Could you imagine? <laughs> oh my God. I love your minds. I love this so much. I love Ginny Lemon. And so much. Same here, I love her. <laughs> anyway. Surprise. Yeah. The one the one thing I want to touch on before we wrap up and prevent this from being a full two hours um, <laughs> is I, I want to point out Veronica did post on Instagram very shortly after the episode aired in the UK, but she really talked about how she still wasn't in a great place mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally, especially financially going into season three. Um, and she fully said that she regrets going on season three and that she should have waited for season four. Um, yeah. But you can kind of see that in her though. Like yeah. this and wasn't not, the same. No. It wasn't the same. And especially because even now, the season two girls are just now getting gigs. Like their season right. fully aired months ago and they're just now getting the gigs. And so I can only imagine how that has to be when like you are a Rue girl, but the world is shut down so you can't make money the way that Eureka did, the way that Vanjie did, the way that Cynthia did even, the way that these all-stars girls do. Like, I feel for her in that regard. I'm very happy she came back. I'm very happy she was able to show what she could do. I just think in a few ways, she maybe came into a stronger cast where everyone was kind of on more of an even playing field than season two, where you look at season two and like, it's very clear who the front runners are. Yes. And it's very clear who's gonna go in the middle outs. With yes. this season, there are eight girls left. I could see any Anything combination of any of them. Yeah, I could see yeah. any combination of any of them making it to the final three. I agree. I agree with this. I think I have it locked down and I'm not spoiled, but I have my prediction based on the edit alone. I have an idea of who I think is gonna be in the top three. 
Um, just the edit is giving me certain vibes, but, but yes. And we lose two shocking, two shocking departures, eliminations this episode. A lot of drag. I did not think this would be close to a two-hour episode, but alas, here we are. Um, <laughs> but with that, thank you so much for joining us for yet another episode of Drag Race UK. We'll be back next week to talk about girl groups with steps. Steps is here. Yay. And everybody and gets a metaphorical gold star for sitting with us for this long. Yes. <laughs> Steps is here. Baby Spice is here. I'm so excited. I cannot wait. Thank I you for joining us. I'm more excited for Miss Baby Spice than I am for Steps. But... Me too. I'm more excited for Steps. I love Steps. Anyway, make sure to follow us on the socials for all the most up-to-date stuff. This has been a very slow week for us here at the Fallout TV, but we will be ramping up very soon. Next week is Canada's Drag Race. So excited. The week after, Dragula and Michelle Young's season of The Bachelorette start. So excited. We have so freaking excited. We have Jay's around here a little bit more. Oh, she will be. <laughs> Let me tell you, already so excited about Michelle's season. So freaking excited about Canada Drag Race. All excited. Yes. You know what? I'm just gonna just drop out of my PhD program because this is way more exciting. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Living life. I'm living it. Oh no. A wild roommate spotting. <laughs> oh my thing. god, there's a wild roommate. There's a wild roommate. Anyway, thanks. The wild roommate that will only ever be seen by walking by. Yeah. Quite literally, he's told me multiple times he will never appear on this. Anyway, goodbye. Thank you for joining us. Goodbye.